Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you're too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is something that we don't know what the name is. Perceptions? Misconceptions? Misperceptions? Is that a word? Gay people having perceptions about other gay people and us being gay and people having perceptions about us. That is so simple. So easy. I feel like there's a booger in my nose. Hold on. Oh, I didn't know. That. I thought you were going to. Okay, is there, is there. Oh, well, oh my God. Um, Sure. Like there's no I like, obnoxious booger. Like, no. Did you just flick it behind my no, sofa? I just kind of like tried to push whatever was. You added it to your booger pile yeah, behind I my sofa. <laughs> just shoved her out there. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say perceptions or misconceptions. Sorry, I'm just trying to. What get is going on? <laughs> I'm trying to get comfortable here. Jesus. The people the people on video, I feel like, probably appreciate your patience of me so much more. The people that watch on video, because they see how, like, wild I am. Oh, I also think, though, like, I have a face that I literally look like I want to strangle you to death. A lot in, like, of the, the time. In, like, the, like, meantime. But that's just my face. And this, I yeah. think, adds to this episode. Okay. Like, I look super annoyed at you, but you are just super annoying. <laughs> you know? But I still so, love you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's great. I know. Everyone's well. Like, I sent you that still the other day of the video. It's literally like Brie, like, doing Me. something, and I'm like... <laughs> <You're> like just, <laughs> just, whatever it is that I'm standing in front of you doing is disgusting. You're probably you know, smiling. <laughs> Breathing. <laughs> disgusting. Enjoying my day. <laughs> um. Okay, so, basically... Okay, stillness. 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 Julia, every once in a while, has to go like this to me. She has to just be like, still. Oh, that. Like, just like, calm down. Do you want me to break every single one of your fingers? <laughs> no, it's, sometimes it's a nice checking because I don't even realize how like fidgety I'm being a lot of the time. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Um, That's like, sorry. That's oh, like when yeah. people would tell me not to bite my nails. I like, don't actually off. bite my nails anymore. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll like put my fingers on my mouth, but I haven't bit my nails for years. Yeah. But when people would tell me. To stop biting my nails. Drove you nuts? I was like, how about you shut your fucking mouth? <laughs> you know? You I'm like, first of all, it's a habit. Second of all, it's like anxiety induced. Yeah. And you telling me to not bite my nails is not going to break a 26-year habit or whatever. Yeah, like I'm not stopping today, Susan. So I know. shut the fuck you up. You stop biting your nails. I was like, oh my, you, that's done. I'll wow. never do that again. Now that you put it that way... I should stop biting sh- my nails. I fucking should. Wow. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> no, I agree. Okay. So um, before we get started, I want to thank everyone for listening, but also tell everyone that they need to go follow or subscribe oh, yeah, wherever they're listening. Do more train. Yeah. Do more um, on Spotify, Apple podcasts, wherever you're listening, make sure to give us five stars. If it's a platform that allows you to make sure to follow, subscribe. It really, really, really does make a difference. Seriously. Really helps us out. Thank you genuinely so much for listening. I think this is our last episode of the year of 2021. Yeah. So that is like, so cool. Thank you. Or another year of major fame and success. Another year of explanations. Of just explaining everything that's out there in the world. Yeah. <laughs> what was I going to say? What were you just talking about? Thank you so much to our patrons. You know, what were you just saying? Something about success and fame. 
how famous oh, we are. Oh, I know what it was going to be. Mm. See, it was I pulled it out of my brain. Okay. Um, isn't it funny that other podcasts and now looking back at it, this probably would have been smart. But I'm also mm. kind of in a way glad that we didn't do it. Okay. Isn't it funny that other podcasts have seasons? Oh my god, it's so <laughs> wild to me. I honestly, the only reason this podcast doesn't have that is because I didn't know that was a thing. I'm glad we didn't know though, because. Me too. Because it annoys me when podcasts have seasons. And it makes it seem like, for us at least, and the style of content we make, it mm-hmm. makes it seem like we would be doing something in those seasons <laughs> off. Like we're like, like you know, we're planning like our coming next up with content. great topics, yeah. like really doing soul searching and all this. But no, like if we had time off, we would maybe get more stories to talk about, but we would just be fuck bags no matter okay, what. Okay, it's just one of those things where I'm like... I was talking to someone who has a podcast that has seasons. They do like 10 episodes a season and they take like two months off and they do another 10 episodes. Okay. Well, have you ever tried working (laughs) on your podcast? Honestly, I'm, I'm literally people hang around in the in between. I wouldn't. I like to listen every week when I go to my favorite podcast. Yeah. But once again, I think it might just be because they're curating great or they need like research or you know i think there's other reasons why there would be that's a good point yeah Mm -hmm. but we were like two people okay that's that's not gonna change still gay we're you're gay i'm still gay gay. okay so yeah let's record so let's do it let's do it (laughs) yeah thank you so much to our patrons for supporting us with our 52 weeks a year non-stop hustle well sometimes we make our own seasons but it's just because we fuck up we're like i think we're just gonna end this right like, here this for a couple season weeks. finale tune in next week for the continuation of the only season we've had and a huge shout out to aiden emily kate olivia liz serena happy new year love y'all so much thank you to our gabers thank you for following us on social media at i can explain podcast and personally at sean Daltlesk and at brianne williamson let's get into perceptions okay this topic came up Mm -hmm. because of what i'm gonna call a situation it was a situation it was if it's the situation i'm thinking of it was a situation well you have stories but i have it's is it my situation i think it's your situation Yeah. okay so this situation not Mm -hmm. gonna name this person because i don't want to start another fight in vancouver um another enemy anyways brie and i we're talking to somebody that I've known for years. Yeah. Not a super close friend of mine, an acquaintance. Yeah. We were speaking to them, have hadn't spoken in forever. And I was... First big- of all, I'm going to cut you off. This was funny because I forced Sean to come out with me. Yes. Like, when I say forced, that's... I Don't take that lightly. No, I literally was-, was like, you are coming out with me. Yeah. So then we went out and Sean is very much like... A homebody, I would say. You like to go to like small gatherings. Yeah. And you like a dinner. Like you like a, I'm you a know. Dirty slut for a dinner. Yeah. Dinner I love party. that about you. Love that about you. But what I'm saying is a lot of, I wouldn't say that there's many instances that you would run into like old acquaintances because it's usually a very curated space when you are socializing. True. So anyways, this was a non-curated space. No. Okay. Not a curation in sight. Yeah. Um, And so we were talking to this person that I've known for years, and I basically was just kind of congratulating them on Mm -hmm. what they were doing with their life, yada, yada, just, you know, shooting the shit. And they basically, not in a shady way to this person at all, but they basically 
were shocked that I was being nice to them, I think, first yeah. of all. And second, shocked because Brie said that I only had nice things to say about them. Uh-huh. And they were convinced that I guess this whole time I was just shit talking though. This was so funny because <laughs> Sean was talking to this person and um, I really like this person and... Um, so do I. No, exactly, <laughs> okay. exactly. I'm just saying... I was saying, like, you throwing me under the bus? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying like I... There was no amount of me, like there was no part of me, which is what kind of like flamed this topic if you will that i find it fascinating because there was (laughs) there was not even like a grain of me that would have assumed that this person would have had the perception that you would have anything bad to say about them right because i've known you what now for five years yeah and it's not like, like how this long person's... have I had depression five, <laughs> yeah five years <laughs> it's not like this person comes up often but like any they are very much on the Vancouver scene and anytime they do come up um nothing but good things to say yeah and same on my end so when I said just kind of what I thought would be in a flattering way I didn't really I didn't think it would bring anything up right so I was just like you know you were talking to this person um I think I was getting drinks. I came back and I was like, oh, like Sean's always had like, you know, great things to say or great, like, I don't know, things to say about you. And they were like, oh, really? And I was like, what do you mean? Oh, really? Like, I was so confused. (laughs) I thought they were joking. They're like, then they were like dead serious. They really thought that you, their perception was that you would not have great things to say about them. Yeah. And I found that so fascinating because I'm like, it really is. It's moments like that in life where you realize that we are all just like little specks and you have no idea what other people are thinking about For you sure. or what they like think of how you perceive them. But I also think that directly ties into how some mm-hmm. people listen to this podcast Yes, because I roast you for being like incredibly short and old <laughs> and I just roast I would say mostly I roast you, right. but one, I I think a lot of people would assume or one would assume that because I roast you, I'm just like out here roasting everybody, which is true. You roast all of your friends. Yes, but I also think a lot of people might assume that my roast is coming from a place of hatred right? instead of a place of just making myself laugh. Or I also think <laughs> that some people might think, like I can genuinely say this for the listeners, Sean does not talk badly about people that and take this with a grain of salt because I don't mean that you talk badly about people in our circle but like genuinely I've never heard you randomly bring up like a friend of a friend or an acquaintance and be like oh that person or I don't like this about that person or you'll never forget I'll never forget this about this person I'll cut you off because that's not true what but well I talk shit about people but I I don't think you do no but I'm you talk about this people up. that you I can hang give you out examples. Oh uh, yeah, well, I'll, I talk shit about acquaintances, but I wouldn't say it's unnecessarily mean. And it's only I would say okay. you can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to think of these instances. Okay. Uh, I would say it's only grounded in fact or things that I have been a part of. Like I talk shit right. about somebody if they've wronged me or my friends or right. they have an attitude or they've said something terrible or they've, right. you know, because I can think of people that I've talked shit about, but I'm not thinking of these things out of the blue. 
<laughs> right. But I also think that like, yeah, I think that people's perception of you is that you would just like, I don't know that I, I feel like people think that you're harsher on people than you are. And again, I'm saying this with a grain of salt because I do think you're harsh on people. For sure. <laughs> I do think you're harsh on people and I do think like, but it's not like, it's not like gossipy. You're not a right. gossiper. I think that's what I'm trying to say. You're very like straight up and straightforward. And if you have something to say about like a friend or me or whatever it is, yeah. you say it. Yeah. But you're not like, oh my God, I've got this piece of gossip about this random person in the community. Like, right. I, I don't think that I can think of an instance about that. I think another time, especially in the queer community, yeah. that this uh, kind of came to my attention mm-hmm. that people might have different perceptions of me. Um was when there were those Vancouver gay is the one that I went on a few dates with. Right. Um, that I, I thought very nicely and accurately, maybe not nicely. Cause it was still kind of like a, a breaking of anything going on and uh-huh. switching into a friendship. But I thought I was incredibly, maybe the bluntness was taken wrong, but I mm. explained why I was feeling a certain way okay. and said, this is how I'm feeling. Would love to be friends. To me, it was, not Oh, I remember mal- this. To me, yeah. it was not malicious. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the end of that. And then they, made fake Instagram accounts were like saying transphobic things to my friends were saying very thinly veiled, the kind of almost death threats. And I think in their mind, they thought I was talking shit about them all over the town. I was right. I was building this whole situation when for me it was, that was done and I was moving on. Like, I think they thought that I thought it was something bigger. So mm. they were kind of, you know, they thought we were dealing in the same, same Realm. realms, but I was like, what is happening? Because for me, it was nothing. I think also what people don't realize is that you don't really talk to people in general. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. actually serious. Like shade, but not shade. Like, yeah. it's not like you're like, like I said earlier, it's not like you're like about town, just spreading the goss and like talking yeah. to people. No, like, I'm, you have in a very a tower, close, you have like a very, Rapunzel, yeah. <laughs> except I have short hair, which yeah. means you can never come up mm-hmm. the tower. It's like it's not like, and even when we do, yes, we have a podcast, so I roll at that, but we never mention anybody by name or anything like yeah. that. So it's not like, it's not like you That's have the a thing. If I was about circle where you're really just, if I was about the drama and about being mean, I let could it rip. do it. <laughs> okay, we've spent too much time on the fact that you're mean. You're mean. We get it. Yeah. Joke, you're not. You're not. I would um, say I'm mean, but I'm also... But it was interesting to see this person's perspective that because of their experience with you, not because you were mean to them, but they perceived that you would think less of them. Yeah. Is what I got from it. That's what I got. And I thought, doesn't that just hit home? Because I feel like everyone can relate to like harboring feelings about a certain person and feeling a certain way about them. When you think about it in like current day, you're like, I haven't seen that person in 10 fucking years. Who are they? They're a completely different person. I think, uh, I'm sure you saw it. A local performer, a Vancouver Uh, performer posted on their story that I guess they were saying that they had 
kind of beefs with a bunch of people. Okay. And that now they were at a place years later that they were actually talking to these people that they okay. had these stupid beefs with over the years mm-hmm. and realizing that it was like they were beefing for something small or it was just a complete miscommunication and they actually yeah. had a lot in common with mm-hmm. that person. I think this is very that. I think we also have to acknowledge that a lot of times when you're queer where you're making these friends is like out at bars, you know, a lot of people are drinking, maybe like things get said in passing that are misconstrued or miscommunicated, um, maybe misperceived, misperceived. Um, and, <laughs> and it's just it's like in, in the movie when they say the title of the movie, that's what yeah. just happened. Well, that was magical. Thank <laughs> you for that. Is my kombucha gone? No, it's still, it's still. No, there's like backwash in there for sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got about an inch of backwash. You're you're good. I personally, when I think about that too hard, it stresses me the fuck out. Right. It goes back to like how we've talked about on this episode or on this podcast on certain episodes about like trying to make friends and like having interactions with people that I feel like because that's their only experiences with me have crafted this whole like perception of me and who I am. Maybe I said something awkward. I've talked about how on this podcast or through this podcast, I've met listeners out and I'm worried that like, if I react a certain way or if I say a certain thing, if I sound dumb, then their whole perception of me is going to change. Like when I think too much about other people's perceptions and how I live differently in other people's minds and I have zero control over that. That stresses me the fuck out. Yeah. One that I had very recently Mm -hmm. and by very recently, I mean today was I was thinking about how people I work with, right? Not necessarily my coworkers, Mm -hmm. but more people like one step outside of that Mm -hmm. must perceive me in comparison to how they would perceive me if they even listen to this podcast. Right. Because at work, I would say I'm quite quiet mm-hmm. and more reserved. And I would say 90% of that is because I feel like I'm going to say something stupid yeah. or I don't want to misspeak. Mm-hmm. So I would say I kind of just like pare really things then. down. Yeah. But I think people would be shocked to find out that I like experience joy (laughs) or (laughs) like (laughs) crack jokes, you know, but that's their perception would be that I'm, I am quieter when I never shut up in real life. Yeah. And I think as human beings, we wear different hats and it's just natural to in different social situations. Absolutely. (laughs) In different social situations, you're going to act slightly different. It's maybe still your true self, but you're just kind of like, adjusting to the surroundings yeah or you know everyone can relate to you know putting your foot in your mouth every now and again for bucks on the internet right absolutely <laughs> putting your feet in peanut butter for bucks <laughs> on the internet i think everybody can relate to these everyone things. can relate to those things so what when were you misperceived miss williamson well okay here's the thing i feel like i am very outspoken and i feel like i also have a strong personality in the sense that I feel like more than maybe other people, I give opportunities to be perceived. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people. You're very visible. I'm very, yeah, I'm very out there. So I'm very audible. Yes. So I'm aware (laughs) that 
because of that, I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And I'm also aware that in certain situations, I'm, it might be perceived as like, I'm being loud or annoying or like, oh, that's weird. Why did she just come say hi to me? She already fucking knows me. Or, you know, different things like that. So I'm aware of those things. I think that's just kind of like part of who I am, if I'm honest. And it would be very hard for me to... Boop. 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 <laughs> it would be very hard for me to bring that down. Yeah. But it, I would be lying if I said that it doesn't make me want to not do that. Like there's been times where I'm like about to go out or I'm about to go to a party and I'm like, I'm just going to be the person tonight who doesn't talk a lot because the social anxiety afterwards of being myself is so fucking stress inducing that I'm like, maybe I will just tonight not. And that's sad to me because it like stresses me out that much that I'm like, it's just my insecurities of feeling like I'm filling too much space, taking up too much air. Like, you know, everyone has their things that they've been told about in their life that about their personality. That's like, Oh my God, you're so loud or you're so this that it makes you insecure. You think everyone thinks you're fucking annoying. Anyways, when we were talking about this podcast in particular, um, this topic. episode, this okay. topic, <laughs> this topic, I there. Okay. I don't know if I've told you this story. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll tell you if you've, okay. If I have, you don't to, remember that you have a podcast story. on most weeks. That's true. So That's true. <laughs> um, you're like, we should do an episode. I'm like, Oh my God. That we talk about being about gay. Being gay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we actually have 155 of us. <laughs> yeah. So, Either way, I feel like the listeners should hear this because I think it it really sums up how the world can work. And it actually, when I heard this story about myself, it made me realize that I need to check my own perceptions on other people and realize like how valid they may be. Because I think part of growing up is realizing that maybe people make mistakes, people grow, people are different, people... Um, you might've just gotten like one weird sample or someone had an off night or whatever it was. Or in this case, you might've just got a completely altered reality. Okay. So this is so weird to me. I was on vacation with my girlfriend. Okay. okay? On this vacation. Do you mean like Julia? Julia. Okay. I was like, or in a, this is recent. This is girlfriend. No, this is, this is on, this is this past summer. Okay. Okay. I'm on vacation and during this vacation, we happen to meet a lesbian couple. Okay. Okay. I actually don't know if they both identify as lesbian, but they both identify as women and they're dating. Okay. Okay. We meet them on this vacation and then naturally as you do with other queer people, couples, we're like, oh, we should like hang out more. Okay. Okay. This isn't part of the story, so don't dive too deep. I was just trying to think if I could cling on to any of these details. Oh, got it. Got it. Um, you'd probably know by now if I had told you anyways. So we were like, let's hang out. Right. So we, we had, um, you know, met them a few times in passing 
And we actually finally set up a time for the four of us to hang out. We went to a brewery. We had a lot of fun. And then after that, they were like, oh, we should like hang out again. Um, And I remember saying to Julia, like, oh, my God, this is so great. Because like, how often is it that you just meet random people like I've talked about on this podcast and you like really hit it off? Like we really liked enjoyed hanging out with this couple. Why am I nervous? (laughs) It's just funny. It's just funny. It is a good story, though, I will say. So. I'm like on the edge of my seat already. Yeah, geez. So I'm like, yeah, this is great. Like they want to hang out with us again. It's really nice. Also, as a couple, I think people in relationships can relate to the fact that like as a couple, it's really great when you find another couple that like all four people get along and like everyone's clicking and the whole thing. Must be tough for you usually. (laughs) Thanks, Sean. (laughs) So we are um at this second official second hangout, okay? okay? We've maybe we've met them maybe I don't know, over 5 times at this point, okay? In passing. So we're at this second hangout and it's been nothing but good vibes so far. It's great. And then basically, I don't remember how it got brought up, but it's one of those typical conversations of like, "Oh, you're from Vancouver, like who do you know there?" Who knows who? Like, do you know anyone from here? You know, like, queer world is a small world. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Exactly. And they go, in so many words, well, we weren't going to bring this up, but one of their, I don't remember, so I'm probably going to get this wrong, one of their roommates or friends or very close friends. Okay. This is the how the game of telephone starts, okay? So one of their roommates you definitely or very close friends is or was friends with my ex, okay? okay. So immediately they're like, oh, we weren't going to bring this up, but do you know so-and-so? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know so-and-so. I know them because they used to date this other person on the scene. Yeah. And they were like, oh, no, they don't know you because of that. They know you because they were friends with your ex. And honestly, I didn't even know they were friends with Max. I knew them. Uh, my perception of them, my connection with them was through dating this totally other person that had zero connection to Max. Okay. So I'm first like trying to piece it together like, oh, okay, like this person knows my ex. That's interesting. I never knew they were friends. And then I'm like, oh, wait, how do you know that's like my ex? You know what I mean? Like, how did this all come up? And they were like, oh, like, basically you could tell they didn't want to say. Of course. And I was like, okay, well, we're in too deep now. You got to fucking spill the beans. That's also when I'm like, tell me. Oh, and also when my anxiety is like through the roof, like, what did I do? Because you know me, I'm willing to apologize when I'm wrong. Like, I will take accountability. Yeah for shit that I've wrong. Like, honestly, part of my stress about perceptions is that I'm sure a lot of the stuff, I just don't know offended people or I don't know. Maybe I don't even remember saying it or it seemed like a small instance for me. And for them, it was a big instance. Like it stresses me out the idea that there could probably be so many like situations squashed. If I even knew that that person had like a concern with me or felt like I didn't like them or something like that. Like, I hate the idea that there's people out there that maybe think that I don't like them or think that I suck for certain things that could be like probably explained or apologized for, you know? 
So immediately I'm like, oh, fuck, like, what did I do? Like, what's going on? Because my perception of my ex, this particular ex that they were talking about, okay, is that they very much like wronged me. Okay. Mm. So I'm like, you could tell that they were. They didn't. The, they, what they got was their the perception same. was that I wronged my ex. Yes. So instead of telling me, you know, they're doing the whole like, we like to make our own. Oh, well, it, we just heard this. Yeah, yeah. And we like to make our own opinions on people. Like, it, so then it's stressing me out. I'm like, oh my God, this if whole time. Also, if you were saying we like to make our own opinions, I'm like, oh. you already have an opinion. Well, and I'm also sitting there, I'm stressed out because I'm like, so this entire time when I've thought this is just like a fresh start, you actually had this whole like storyline about who I am and how I was with my ex and like everything else beforehand. So then I'm like, oh my God, what is it? Like this stresses me the fuck out because I didn't know anything about these people. So like I thought it was a fresh start. And that's another thing that stresses me out of perceptions is you never know who knows things about you. Like and who I who thinks this. certain ways? Like but it's, it's such a stressful, right? So I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, you need to guys? see like a chiropractor or something. Oh yeah, I know my whole body's fucked up from dance for yeah. dancing for years. Like I, there's no chiropractor is going to solve that. Okay, just cuts your arms off. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, guys, I'm gonna level with you. I wish I was the kind of person that could just let this go. That yeah, yay, you make your own opinions on me. I'm gonna need you to tell me what the hell you're talking about because I'm so fucking stressed right now that I've done something awful that I don't remember or that you think I've done something awful and I need to know what the hell this is. (laughs) So finally they're like, okay, like we'll tell you, but like, seriously, we don't think anything different of you because of this. You were a whore back then, but now I'm judging that you're not one. (laughs) I'm like, jokes on you. Um, so the story goes, the story that they got, which is also very weird because from their friend or roommate or whoever this was, that person like doesn't know me at all. Okay. So it's a game of it's telephone already at this point. Okay. It's yeah. two layers deep to them. And I'm like, that person, it's also weird to think that that person who I have actually like no connection to also has, has this big opinion story. on yeah. on me and like, obviously sat down and had a full fucking conversation about me. Like it's so weird as a human being to think that stuff happens. So the story goes that the ex that I had told this person and who knows how many other people. Okay. That the reason that I dumped them was because They cut their hair. (laughs) When I tell you my jaw was on the fucking floor. That's, I did not expect that. I started laughing. I was like, what? But it's like when you're like a crazy person in, or not a crazy person in an insane asylum and you're trying to explain to someone that you're not crazy. They're like, okay, you're crazy. I was, I was like, that is not what happened at all. And they kept being like, it's okay. We don't care. (laughs) No, they were like, everyone's young and does dumb things. Well, I'm going to use the powers of deduction here. And I know that every single one of your partners, except for Julie has cheated on you. Yes. So 
I'm going to say it was because they cheated on you. Okay, so then I all of a sudden feel like I owe these people a timeline yeah, of events. Yeah. Like, I'm stressed at this point. I'm like, my name has been slandered. I'm like, what the actual fuck is out there? So I start, much to their probably like, like we're trying to enjoy our brunch, settle down, crazy lady. Um I start telling them the timeline of like, no, actually they cut their hair like six months prior to things between us ending that had zero to do with it. But it was also such a ridiculous claim that I'm like, how am I even arguing that I (laughs) didn't break up with them because they cut their hair? I'm like pulling up video receipts back on my Instagram. I'm like, here's a video of me videoing them. (laughs) I went with them to the haircut and I was like, yay, you look so good. It's a video on my Instagram. The haircut didn't bother me. Them fucking their barber after <laughs> is what bothered me. So I'm like, oh my God, you look amazing. Like yeah. I've, I'm hyping them up. We had like couple photos after that where I'm like hyping them up. I'm like, okay, there's that date. Like I look like a crazy person pulling up receipts that these people quite frankly don't care about getting. Yeah. But I'm like at this point stressed because I'm like these people genuinely this entire time have thought of this person who like is so immature that I'm like out here breaking up with people over a haircut, over a haircut. and they're like they you can tell you Which know when you have done but not this time <laughs> you know when you're telling people things and you can tell they don't believe you and yeah. then it gets more frustrating yeah because they kept just being like instead of being like you're spinning your wheels that's what it feels like yeah. yeah and instead of being like oh my god that's so crazy that they said that about you they were like People are young and say dumb things. Like, People do dumb things. We, we don't care. We have our own opinion. We're on all you. learning. And I'm like, oh <laughs> my God, like you guys actually believe this. And to be fair, like their good friend told them this and they've had this opinion or not opinion, but story about me for so long. Yeah. And also who would make that up? So they were probably like, well, why would that be the story if that's not what happened? So I'm like telling them the time. I'm like, okay, they cut their hair on this date. Here's the fucking receipts. Um, meanwhile, my poor girlfriend's sitting next to me. Like, I really don't care about any of this. And yeah. then I'm like, and then I'm like, okay. So then they started cheating on me from what I know two months after that. And then they cheated on me another time and this time. And then I w- walked in on them hooking up with their ex on Valentine's Day when we were supposed to be like, I'm literally giving the whole fucking. And then I'm like, then I gave them another chance after that. And then they fucking fucked around again. Like, okay, I literally were... am going in like a crazy person. Yeah. All because I'm this like. Is all adding to them thinking, thinking I'm the absolutely is nuts. possible thinking I'm <laughs> absolutely fucking yeah, they're like, bonkers it's making sense now so I've now divulged to these pretty much strangers my entire rundown of being cheated on and this toxic relationship yeah. because I've found out and to be fair who knows if my ex said this or it was a game of telephone and somehow it totally yeah came to be um from this other person from this other person or whatever but then my mind starts going oh my god how many people out there think that i broke up with them because of their hair that's a yeah that's a hard one to because get over i to. genuinely wouldn't put it past them if they just didn't want to tell people it was because of the things that they did For sure. so they were like I cut my hair around the same Hates time. Hates the hair. Yeah. I was what? fist deep in my ex, but I did have shorter hair then. So <laughs> that I think might make more sense. But isn't that was just the wildest example yeah, for me about that? Because I'm like, 
that was years ago. And there's at least a handful of people that have thought that about me. And clearly you could tell also that was the tip of the iceberg because there was like, basically they were like, we make our own opinions, like blah, 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 blah. So clearly my ex, or at least some of my ex's friends had left out some receipts, a few details details here and there. Um, a few cheating scandals here and there. And it had instead like had this, this haircut (laughs) as you do. We make our own judgments and we have no haircuts scheduled. Don't worry. So we can hang out. Don't worry. (laughs) And that was just the weirdest thing because I'm like, I left that situation just feeling so unsettled because I was like, also like if they had never brought that up, I would have just never known that that and it's honestly it's not a big deal who cares okay let's say I did break up with someone over their fucking hair yeah whatever it's not the worst thing that could be out there about me I'm sure I I promise you there's worse but I just it was just that weird like see behind the curtain moment of like oh my god like every other human being there's conversation conversations (laughs) that happen about you when you're not around and all these, everyone has a different perspective of you. Oh yeah. And I think that it happens all the time, but I think yeah. exes is like a prime example. Of oh that yeah. I would say that I have never really done anything horrific to end a relationship. No, me neither. But I am so curious, like you said, if I was to talk to friends of my exes, yeah, what they got Oh, to because, be a fly know, on the wall. First of all, there's that mm. thing that when a breakup happens, you just feel like you're obviously going to stick with your friend. Yes. But then I think there's a, the added uh, like portion of that, that some of it is you feel like you got to stick with your friend because the other person absolutely wronged them. Yes. <laughs> because the thing is, is that you don't have access to those people. Yeah. So I think I... I'm a little naive to think that some of the people that have potentially wronged me in the past in relationships aren't absolutely shitting on your name. Well, not even that, but just would fill people in about that. Right. Because honestly, why would like, unless it was maybe a really close friend, like why would they be like, Oh yeah, we ended because I'm a shitty partner who cheated on her a million times. On Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this does actually make sense though that I sometimes see comments on your Instagram that say salon savage. <laughs> you know? And I see you delete those pretty quickly, but yeah. now I, I see why. <laughs> I have a filter on this yeah, yeah. If anything's meant to be breakup, you know, all these are starting <laughs> to make sense. Yeah, so I just like I don't know, that was like a really weird like moment because obviously with any of those things. I'm very aware that that's not like the only thing that could be out there about me. I know like, can I tell you, it's certainly not. (laughs) There's thousands of things about everyone and there's no way that you can control those things. Yeah. And even in that moment where I was given an opportunity to explain it, I could tell it still wasn't hitting and it's very hard to change perceptions. Totally. Like it's hard to change first impressions, second impressions, if someone's heard a story about you. And I think the learning comes from not wishing that I could change those about me more, but just being a better adult in acknowledging when I have opinions about people that maybe come from smaller things that I can just let go of. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. But can you fucking believe... So if... (laughs) 
anybody listening is planning on getting a haircut, I would say probably don't show Brie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I loved the haircut. I Not only did I love the haircut, I was one of the people fighting for the haircut. And I was I like, you should get that haircut. on that. I, <laughs> I was a haircut stan. Don't worry. I loved the haircut. I thought it was cool as fuck. I was team haircut, if you will. Some might say I sounds, was the haircut's number one fan. Sounds like it. <laughs> Others might say differently. <laughs> I just, that... Haircut. Very rarely have I felt the that I would need to like call up my ex and be like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, that's a good is. one. But that in that moment, I was like, do I really, do I have to make a phone call right now and be like, are you telling people that I cut out, cut you out of my life because you cut your hair out of your life? Like, is that, is that, that's and also the- two tears to that. One, is that what you're telling people to save face? Or two, is that genuinely what you think happened? I kind of like that angle. Like, can you imagine? They're out there thinking that that's how it ended. Like, their perception is they're that that's like the They're just like sleeping end. around, but they're like, that haircut really did. <laughs> okay. Anyways, perceptions. If you were out there, if you were listening, try not to get too stressed about the fact that everyone is talking shit about you and thinking things about you. If you're out there listening, you. don't even think about perceiving me or Brie. <laughs> don't perceive me. Don't ever perceive me. I can't think of anything ruder than perceiving, perceiving. me. No, no, no. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, but also try and change your perceptions on, be open to changing your perceptions on other people. Yes. Be open for a new experience um, when it comes to like first, second, third impressions. Be open to your own opinions as these very kind people. And I also want to say on the off chance, why would they listen? But on the on, off chance that they did, these two people that we went to um, brunch and stuff with are fantastic. And we still very much like them and we'd love to hang out with them. So like jokes aside, they are just don't get a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> but jokes aside, they are fantastic people. And I think that's why it was so sad to me because I was like, oh, my God, did they think I'm like this awful, mean haircut person? Well, most of Vancouver does. So <laughs> this is just my another... laptop's gonna die. So okay. Um. Anyways, um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow, subscribe, find us on social media at I Can Explain Podcast, and personally at Sean Last Connect, Brian Williamson. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. <laughs> see you next year. Bye. <laughs> yeah.